due to a conversation we were having before we started this recording, I would like to share a funny Iomide anecdote with everybody from a game I'm in. I was playing a character who generally has little reverence for the deities of Galarian, and they were talking to someone about like some of the Cordies, like Omide and Destin stuff, and I was sitting there going, what are the most hilariously offensive ways I can refer to a deity? And I was, we were talking about Omade, and then I was just like, oh yeah, you know, Aridin's secretary's secretary. Oof. That, hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's accurate. It's accurate, it's mean, but it's just very out there, and it is extremely dismissive of Iomade's existence. And I just found it kind of funny, and I wanted to share. <laughs> For those who don't know, Iomade started as a paladin of Erasni, who was Aridin's herald. And then when Erasni died, Iomade got promoted. And then when Aridin died, she had already taken Test of the Stars, and Iomade went, all right, my job now. And uh, that was, yeah, that's the story. Personally favor the headcanon that Aridin got Erasni killed on purpose so he could be with his side chick, Iomade, but... Yeesh. I also don't think Iomade was into Aridin at all, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, because she's Chalaxian, right? Yeah. Which was an Aridin country prior to Yeah, everything. prior to Aridin fucking dying, and then all of Cheliax being like, what if we worship the devil? And then devils happened. But Megan, you had a you had a question you wanted to ask everybody, didn't you? Yeah. A few weeks ago we did There's Seven of Us and Seven Rune Lords. And I was thinking, what else are there seven of? And there are seven dice in a polyhedral set. And so I was wondering, which cast member and or character would be which die? And I'm going to go out and kind of start this with Sam would be the D20 because he's the GM. The heart of this whole operation. Well, don't forget that two of them are D10s. Right. Yeah. For ease of labeling, we're going to go with one's a D10 and one's a D100. I'm going D100 because it's most chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right for you. Crazy things happen from, from the D100 in, in any show and any anything. So definitely, I'm going to go the D100. I'm the D12. I'm the least useful and the least used. Aww. I like the Aww. D12. It's a great die. An amazing Don't sell yourself guy. short. Barbarian hit points. Great axes. Just barbarian things. Yeah, yeah. barbarian things. Barbarian also, things. Blue Cern Hammer uses a d12, I think. Oh, it does? I don't think so. I think it's a d10. No, it's a I d10. It was a d10. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Because I was using it when I was enlarged. Then it should be. That would do it. Then it would go to 2d6 or 2d8. 2d8 scales. I forget. I was. There was something I was rolling a d12 for. Oh no, Lucerne Hammer Medium is a d12. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, there was something I was rolling a d12 for a bunch in War for the Crown, and that was my main weapon, so. The small butchering axe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, for all those halfling barbarians out there. I dig it. I could go for that. My uh, Hell's Vengeance character was a halfling blood rager. I feel like Megan is D4 because she keeps wanting people to step on her. <laughs> I was going to say I'm the D4 because I'm small, but I will hurt you. I was actually going to say that uh, Garrett is the D10 because the D10 is the monk hit die. That's, yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not uh, which sure leaves about, I'm not sure the, about me, but Declan is definitely a D6. It's the only die he rolls. Yeah, you only <laughs> use sixes. <laughs> So but, well, no, because you, you played a Kinetis before, right? So the uh, yeah. D6 is absolutely D6 your die. absolutely my die. I did a Arcanist, a Kineticist, and then an Eldritch Scoundrel. So that was just everything I've played is D6s. The D6, Declan D6. So that leaves a D8 and for that, Alex? Uh, I, oh, 
feel an affinity with a D8. Like, I don't I don't know why, but I can own that. You get a D8 like, because that's what I want you to ask me. I mean, what? <laughs> Date night. Tonight. Well, you, you like a lot of three-quarter classes, don't you? I go for a lot of the mixed classes for sure. I mean, but that's most of the classes in Pathfinder have a D8. That's also yeah. true. But yeah, so vast majority of them are D8. I, I did want to say, by the way, specifically, it's Unchained Monk that has the die. Yeah, regular Monk has wait, a D8. Wait, really? I forgot how bad a Chain Monk was. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just, it's just not it's just as good. It's underwhelming as... compared to other marshals. Yeah. Ah. It's not bad. It's just kind of feels bad here and there. Weren't you uh, a D8 three quarters BAB that functioned like a full marshal with Chain Monk? Yeah, but you got full marshal benefits when flurrying. Yeah, you have full BAB when flurrying. It's a weird one. Uh-huh. It is a very strange class that had very good builds associated with it and should not be overlooked. Mm-hmm. Unlike Chained Rogue, which is a travesty. Right. Yeah. There was someone in one of the Pathfinder discords I'm in that is in a game that they're only allowed to use core classes. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Like, so the answer is do not play a rogue. Yeah, don't play they a rogue. They had a rogue. Yeah. It was... And he was... And yeah, I was just like... My friend's playing rogue, and I was like, tell your friend to not. Yeah. Bro, if I played in a game where it was only core classes, which I wouldn't do, but if I did, I would just play a wizard. Because I, that's yeah. how you, Isn't monk no. core? Well, I suppose it'd be chained monk, but still. Yeah, but all yeah. of the stuff that makes monk good aren't in core. So many of the yeah. things that make Pathfinder unique aren't in core. Like, you don't even yeah. get archetyped. No, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, so you play a wizard, a cleric, a paladin, and then either a fighter or a barbarian, and that's your team. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, like, there's so many classes are going to be so underwhelming if you only have access to options in the CRB. And it doesn't help with the balance, because CRB wizard is still, like, way better than any of those other classes. Yes. And, yep. and I mean, for balance breaking. Wizard's just wizard. They do good things. If they, they can do. survive up to, like, level 10, it's just, or 11, it's just, like... Congrats, you won. Yep. And that's not that hard to do, because they've got they've got color spray and glitter dust in the meantime. Yeah. And then at, at fifth level, they get, you know, your Haste. offensive spells of fireball and such. Your offensive yep. spells of haste. What are you talking about? The meta magics are core as well. Yeah, most of them. Some are. are. A, lot of, a lot of them are, though, yeah. The Quick and spell too, is. That's what matters. Anyways, yeah. thank you for your input on my stupid <laughs> dice question. Uh, there might be art later. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh God! Oh yes! I am excited for the art. I actually want to. Uh, I don't really have a good segue, but I do want to move into what's everyone drinking because I have an exciting item Ooh. that I actually need to go get the bottle to share because I Ooh. forgot all the details of it. One moment. Fancier cider. That's it's my a guess. Fancier cider. He has meat cider. this time, but it's fruity. So recently, Kate and I went to a farmer's market, and there were local meaderies that were selling wares there. I called oh it. So, you should get a soda tab for that. You weren't here, Sam, but I said that it was a meat this exactly time. called that it was a meat. Yeah, it is from, <laughs> it's actually in Elgin, which is a city well outside of where near where I live. It is a reserve barrel small batch. Oh, nice. This is bottle five of 31. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Of the first batch of this, of the month of April. Because they start finished their April like batch bottle already. five. It does taste like bottle number five. It's, uh, what they do is they use oak barrels, but they're fresh oak barrels, which actually means that this mead is 100% kosher, which means we can drink it during Passover, which already happened at this point. (laughs) But we're going to probably go and get this once a month. Are soda tabs transferable? Uh, I mean, you can use them on other people if you want. Oh, I was just going to give my bonus to... Alex, because I feel like his guess was more important. <laughs> hey, you got the good reference last. 
Yeah, but yeah. that's just a reference I understand because I'm a fucking weeb. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It means a lot. I mean, it means as much as guessing that what a local brew I got is. I just know what Sam drinks, and I guess. I don't know I why. Mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the same stuff mead. we drink, really. I mean, that's mm-hmm. fair. Listen, I have to continue the weird parallels of mine and Caden's relationship with Alex and Megan's. That, of course. Yeah. I'm still drinking sparkling water. Uh, can you go to the liquor store again? Still on location. Still, still on location at your mother's house. Yep. Much like in the game. <laughs> also true. Yes. I have cranberry juice and kinky. Nice. Bastard Cosmo. Bastard Cosmo, I like it. A Vogue. I think we're far enough into the year that I don't have to worry about further snowstorms, so I thought I would fi- finish up that beer in my fridge. Snowstorm I have my beer. last yes. oat stout snowstorm. Nice. Uh, Ian, what do you got? I have limoncello. Oh, you like limoncello. You've had nice. that on a couple times. Yeah, we made a couple batches over the winter. It's, it's nice. Very praise, nice. Praise be to our God and Savior, Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, but like it's it's, it's finally trash. warm here, so I'm just trying to get something springy. That's fair. And I and, have the bastard child of soda because it's not really soda because it doesn't have caffeine or sugar. Caffeine-free oh. diet Pepsi. Ugh. Well, well, that zero. diet Pepsi does have caffeine in it, though. This, but this, this caffeine, one is, this is the caffeine-free caffeine one. Oh, they have caffeine-free diet Pepsi. What is yeah. the point? Yeah, it's to trying to taste like. It tastes soda. like Pepsi, I guess. Yeah, that's the concept. My main drink is Coke Zero because I like the taste of Coke Zero. It's basically just flavored carbonated water. There's nothing in it. Yeah. So let's get back into it. Retha. Oh, you're going to say dangerous. Maldrick and Retha got got some swag. Some gifts. Not as swag as Gareth's swag, but. I mean, you say that, but you don't know what they do. Gauntlets are pretty, can be pretty good. I mean, like, they're probably, like, different items. Actually, better items. I mean, what? <laughs> but, uh, they're not they as bedazzled. Not as swag, you know? They don't have sure. the pizzazz. Sure. I mean, you, do you have uh, one of your siblings do some detecting magic on them? Sure. Why I not? I was maybe gonna ask the wizard. They're mundane gauntlets. <laughs> I missed whatever. Uh, they, yeah, my... they do ping magic. From hell. Okay. Cool. Do you want me to roll knowledge, religion, or knowledge? Uh, spellcraft to identify the effect. Okay. Alright. I think Maldrick may be better at this than I am, though. 24. I guarantee you're both better at it than me. These are plus two training gauntlets. The feat associated with a training gauntlet, for those who don't know, training is a magic weapon enchantment that gives the weapon a bonus combat feat to the wielder as long as the weapon is drawn and in hand, which, uh, after doing much digging, works with gauntlets because they are technically are always drawn and in hand as long as you're wearing your armor. The feat associated with it, Retha, is Furious Focus. Oh. Which, wow. whenever you make a power attack with a two-handed weapon, you ignore the power attack penalty on your first attack. That's awesome. Damn. It's a solid grab for a feat. For sure. I'm still going to yeah. make sure they're not cursed. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> as far as your brothers can tell, they're not cursed. I'm yeah, actually do they match my that. armor? That's the second question. Does it do what? not worry, Maldrick. I have something for you when we... I said, do they me. match my armor? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they match your armor. Like, you look at them, they have that same black matte finish. Crawling across the gauntlet, like, when you hold it into the light, is this iridescent flame pattern on it. Like, like almost like a Damascus steel pattern. It looks super cool. 
as though the fires of hell have granted you this boon. Training is one of those enchantments that seems really cool, but then you look at the fact that it can be busted so easily. <laughs> wear, wear a pair of gauntlets, two boot blades, uh, just keep just keep going. Yeah, bonus feats galore. It's the alternate version of crafting feats. You're trading gold for feats instead of feats for gold. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you know, I never thought of just wearing blade boots that I don't use the blade part of it and just get a bear, a bonus feat off of that, too. <laughs> you, you only get one because they have to be enchanted together, but yeah. You get yeah. your uh, tail blade on a kobold or something, kobold. too. You just start or... stacking all these different weapons Sources. around. Me like, God, I wish tieflings and pathfinder could use tail blades. It's still weird that they can't. It's because not all of them get prehensile tail. Like, I get that. But, like, you should be able to take it if you have prehensile tail. Well, in yeah. the money, kobolds were the inventors of the tail blade because they kept being attacked from behind by gremlins and mites. Yeah, but then in Starfinder, anything with a tail could use tail blades, so... If people didn't figure out how tail blades work in the yeah. tens of thousands of years from Galarian to Starfinder, I don't know what to tell you. It's really good they figured it out eventually. I mean, we also have the glorious race of the uplifted bear in Starfinder. There's also rule zero where it's like, hey, can I have a tailblade and use the kobold tailblade stats for medium creature? And the Sam would probably say yes. Yeah, what? Because it's fucking cool. Yeah, there's, it's not broken. Uh, I would even let it be flavored that it looks like a pen nib so that you can also have ink on it and write with it as well as stab. It doesn't get broken until you also allow it to go training and then you get more bonus feats. Yeah. The Valduks are at home. And they are now having surprisingly well-made soup. Dad must have made it. <laughs> and as as your mother serves it, she's very pale and serves and like, so, how was it? Were they nice? They're not normally nice. Mine was surprisingly nice, Mom. And you know, I kind of wish I'd see her again. But I, she said that'd be a bad idea because if I did, she might have to steal my soul for Desna. But you know, Desna kind of already has my soul. But yeah, mom, it was great. I think she meant she probably won't see you again until she until you die. Oh, yeah, I won't die. So that's not a problem. I mean, that's Remember, how... I'm going to be a god. She sure. she told you what? She they told us about the prophecy. We were that well, in Gareth's case, he was supposed to become a god. But that's all uncertain now. But there's still a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Lest you've forgotten, prophecy's broken. Y yes, it, it, it doesn't work. So whatever they told you may or may not happen anymore. It's it's up to you guys, I guess. I don't, I'd, I'd rather you all stay out of this business and, you know, all that icky Hell Knight stuff. Mulder destroyed! No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think I want to know. I don't think I want to know what that's about. Here, here, Maldrick, have some soup. You you can destroy dinner. Just don't actually break my bowls this time. <laughs> I love how you took that as something I said in character. <laughs> it's better that way. It's better it that way. It, it is. is way better. Uh, and you guys get served soup. As as always, Retha, yours is boiling hot, so it's warm enough for you to actually feel the heat and the warmth because of your fire resistance. Hey, I have fire resistance, too. It's Yours is also boilingly hot. The soup has to do at least six points of damage. <laughs> to exactly. be warm enough to consume. Gareth, you have a little uh, sandwich with yours that's got some crust cut out so it makes a smiley face. 
Nice. Not crust, but some bread, like little innards cut out. Love it. And Retha and Malgic's ears kind of looks hastily thrown together. <laughs> I, I'm upset that Gareth <laughs> did, didn't just like have a lunchable or something. <laughs> it's an uncrustable. <laughs> an uncrustable with a smiley face cut out of it, so the jelly is just oozing everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just bleeding from the mouth and eyes now. Man, I can fuck with an uncrustable right now. Uncrustables are good. They are good. Anyways. I'll add it to the shopping Ruff list. Ruff is probably pretty silent throughout dinner, just trying to avoid direct conversation. And uh, Teshar walks, walks over to you, like sits down on the bench next to you and is like, he's a real piece of shit, you know that, right? I know. It's not the first time I've met him. I know, but I just want to assure you, he's unpleasant to talk with. I have to call them all once a year because of the contract we all signed, so like I have to talk to them every now and then. So I'm glad I got this year's out of the way early. But, you know, he's he's done some unsavory abuses of the contract he's that I'm devil, not that's kind of, of what they do. I know, and that's why I slapped him with my shovel so hard he went back to hell. And uh, he points, he's, you know that rack of shovels that are downstairs that you saw? Yes. Yes. I spent a lot of money getting each of them built to specifically fight off them. One of them was, a uh, anarchic, one was axiomatic. I don't like using the anarchic one, that one hurts the hold. But they're, uh, they're baned and all that jazz. Deal with them in case they get unruly. Alright, so now we go raid Dad's shovel collection. <laughs> because it's it's I don't know, are you proficient in shovels? Dad, you you do. No, no, you heard me sell. You you realize you could have just gotten holy and unholy, and that would have covered all of them. Well, I can't really use unholy. That also hurts. I mean, just as bad as the other one. Yes, that one also hurts, so I don't use it. I actually realized that there was a lapse of judgment when I bought it. (laughs) But no one wants... Who's going to buy an anarchic shovel? Actually, Dad, I'd buy one. Can I have it? Are you trained in the art of shovelry? No, he's yes. not. <laughs> what? He's trained in the art of throwing little twink, twinkly little knives at people. Twinkly little Because all he needs to do it is be pretty. For half a second there, I thought you just called Gareth a twink. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. <laughs> it was subtext, but thanks for... So, Regardless, you know, you're not taking the shovels. I like my shovels. Even the, one that, him. Even the one that makes me sick. Even the one that makes me sick. That one's just, that one's a collector's item now. As much as I love dinner here and such, we really should be getting back to town soon, though. There's, there's some, some stuff we need to do. You kids come visit whenever you want, but you'll always have a place here at the table. You know that. Your mother knows that. And I hope you guys do come visit again. You need to be careful, Dad, because as I said, Signa for Host is not somebody just to be trifled with. I know you can defend yourself, but Mom's a little. Yeah, you know, just want to make sure. Do you honestly think your mother's ever going to let a Hell Knight set foot in here? Yeah. Honestly, it was a surprise that Je- that Jeremiah feller showed up. That's kind of why it's really... Got- if Jeremiah's been here, then Signa for Host knows where we are. All right, well, just be careful. And he goes That's- back to reading the book of Blackmail. And he's detecting magic on each page for hidden, looking for hidden scripts. There don't seem to be any hidden scripts as you look, like nothing magical about it, just weird, useless information. Gotcha. 
Like like as we keep joking about, Signifier Haas does his laundry on, on Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> Lady Commander Drovis wears charcoal gray instead of black undergarments. Also, just, just things like wouldn't that. Wouldn't it not be Thursdays because the days of the weeks have different names? I forgot what to I forgot what Thursday was called. It's Wheel Day, right? No, it's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Oath Day. Still called Oath Sunday. Oath Day, I think. Yeah, and Saturday is Star Day. That's because right. Because that's where Saturday comes from, I think. It's Moon Saturday. Day, Toil Day, Will Day, Oath Day, Fire Day, Star Day. Yeah, Sunday. so it's Oath Day. Yeah, so you asked, this is laundry on Oath Days. Anyways. Although Anyways. Sunday is still just Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Start the week with the sun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you guys have a nice meal. You guys head back home, or are you guys going to stay here a little longer? I think I'm going to head back if they're ready to. Yep. Okay. Sure. Uh, so you guys get back in uh, the Bertram wagon with Bertram and Bertram, the donkeys. The wagon's also named Bertram. It's Bertram, Bertram, and Bertram. Yep. Yep. Monogram down the side. It just Bertram says Q. Bertram. And you guys get some barrels of homemade mead from Teshar and some sandwiches that uh, they made you guys. Nice. And yeah, you guys are on your way back to Fort Inevitable. And you ride back, and it's about the mid-afternoon when you get back, and you're back in your rooms, and uh, there's Pe Declan and Pelta with stuff. Mm-hmm. Declan made me some things. Yep. yep. Making Behold, things. my stuff. <laughs> Preparing to do a bunch of spellcasting in the morning. As they get back, you hear a knock on the door. Woke up. And it's Abernard Royce again. Fitzgerald, get the door. You're back? No. Come on. We practiced. Ugh, fine. And you guys just see this little bunny hop over and just, like, climb up things. There's, and there's a just... rope tied around the handle. <laughs> the rope tied around the handle, and you just... You see this tiny little rabbit just grab it and just pull, and the door opens up, and Avernor's like, Ah, oh, that's using your familiar to its maximum functionality. <laughs> Anyways, Declan, uh, the gift I actually meant to give you and I forgot at home, I brought it this time. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, come on in. It's been two days. Where have you been? <laughs> don't, don't question it, it's okay. I've been busy. Regardless, Declan, here is what I meant to give you. A lesser extend rod. Oh, oh thank you. Wow. That's quite the Don't give it to the cleric. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, I, I'm I'm very worried about the subtext of this gift is. Well, that's all I came for. Also, I have tea bags, and oh. he just like some tea packets that he just puts like a small like wooden box out for. I grew the leaves myself. Oh, they're thank quite you. delicious. Thank you. You're welcome. Arthur looks to Declan. Do you mind if I try those? Very much. Goodbye. And he snaps his fingers and oh, disappears. You can have tea. It's okay. If I have a tea, I'm gonna talk to him. He just... Wizards. Wait, do you know this guy? Abernard Royce? I know of him. You haven't talked? I've wanted to talk with him. I never... On the town council, right? No idea. He's just a crazy old guy I talk to. And then you need to spend how much more time crafting? Uh, it'll be seven days of Pelta stuff, one day for Retha, and then I want to do my legend lore and 
years of the city casting. How long does Legend Lord take to cast? Since we know the spire, and I could cast it in it, it would be up to 40 minutes. So. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. No, it, it gets a lot longer if you don't know... Where you're looking. What you're looking for. Yeah, because I, I remember in a different game, we cast it for like a week. It's anywhere from 1d4 times 10 minutes to 2d6 weeks. Gotcha. So, yeah, when, whenever we do that day, I start with casting visualization of the mind for wisdom. Some tears to wine. Eventually. I'm going to do that after the legend lore is done, because that could eat about half of the time on it. I guess That's it doesn't true. really matter. So let me and just pull up no the text legend lore, so of legend lore thing. again, so I know exactly what I'm giving you. We'll just go to like the first floor while Maldrick's cleaning up today, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. guys. Oh yeah, you guys go to the first floor. It's it's gorgeous still. Yeah. Like it's you got the bar, the office space. Why don't we go look at it with all the dead goblins that are still there? Yeah, it's... I really thought he would move these goblins. It's been like a month. <laughs> They're just skeletons now. At least you remove flash. Yeah, this will be the only thing I really can do today. Um, I'd like to sleep and re-prepare spells if we're before we go back in. Well, Vray's not back yet, so we wouldn't oh, go down. Of course, of course, of course. I completely... What day is it? It is... Let's say... Uh, it is... Uh, it's gotta be at least Oath Day the 3rd. No, I just kidding. Have... Oath Day the 8th of Dismas. Oh, wow. Okay. That's when I really the did scroll took you a long time. That's on me. It took a long time for the scroll to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, b before we do the Legend Lore stuff, Gareth, you got a letter. Yeah. It says, your order is ready for pickup. Please come to Fantasy Sam's Club. Declan, you also got this letter. Oh, okay. I mean, I would have headed out then, yeah. Gone to pick up. What else and did you I guys, order? You ordered some scrolls. I thought, I thought that's what Admiral gave me. He gave you no, because the legend lords hadn't arrived yet. Oh, those, okay. Yeah, this is your copies of legend lore. Okay. Because those needed special ordering, because they didn't have a high enough wizard to. Make I thought them. that's what Abernard had picked up for me. That's on me. That's fair. I didn't really specify what he picked up. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that would have been the seventh of Desnes, and now today you can have it prepped. Yeah. So you have legend lore. How many scrolls of legend did you buy again? I just bought one. It's okay. Chunky. It costs a fair bit. If the person, place, or thing is not of legendary important, okay, that's a really weird descriptor. It's very vague. It's a lot of GM fiat. Yeah. As a rule of thumb, characters who are eleventh level and higher are legendary, as are the sorts of creatures they contend uh, with, the major magic items they wield, and the place where they perform key deeds. People are gonna know about me. <laughs> It's lightly before everyone else. <laughs> hey. We really will be Declan's party, and that's just the name. Yeah, because <laughs> he was more famous than the rest of us. Slightly, he was famous slightly faster. Slightly faster. He travels with. We don't know anything about them. Also travels with these folks. Who are they? Uh, so all that stuff last episode about being of legendary importance, you know, it's not really that, uh, it's not really that OP. You just have to hit 11th level, it's fine. I am going to head over to Sam's Club, and I'm going to see if they want to do some credit. So you go to Fantasy Sam's Club and ask if they can do credit lines? Right. Uh, yes, we can do like credit lines. We just need you to sign this document guaranteeing uh, that you will pay it back. 
And we also need a co-signature to ensure that you are held accountable, because others, you know, you could just leave town, and then we'd have to send the Abadarans after you, and it'd be a whole to-do. I'd sign that if I was there to pick up the other scroll. That's fine. All right, we'll look it over. Does it, what sort of, mm. do you have an interest rate or anything? Uh, yes, so we have an interest rate dependent on the item per question you purchase based on average cost and how much you would generally take a certain caliber of income bracket to acquire that much money. Uh, sure. As an adventurer, yours is among the shortest. Okay. And at that point, we have a monthly uh, interest rate accruement. All right. Yeah, what is me? For me. Uh, the interest rate scales at 2%. All right, sounds great. I'll sign it after reading it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, you read it? Are you sure? I I've said I read it. I said after reading it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll pick up my ring. All right, and you now have a ring of invisibility. I do. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> oh, boy. A ring of invisibility. All right, well, this will be a thing. This is a thing. Now to give every single one of my characters true seeing and validating your 20,000 gold purchase. (laughs) I'm not that kind of person. I know you're not. Not everything gets true seeing, just, you know, most of them. Floor bosses. Just the important fights. I don't know if it would make more sense to do Ears of the City before hitting the Spider for Legend lore, but that's kind of six of one, half a dozen the other. Would it do anything in the Spider? I don't 100% I mean, it, it acts like gather, gathering information with diplomacy, so I figure I'd have to be in Yeah, you'd have inevitable. to be in town. So if it works for you, Sam, to do that first, I don't know what you have. Uh, the legend lore? Uh, Ears of the City first. Ears of the City. It acts like gathering information from past events in the city. Okay, how far back does this go? Entirely up to you. <laughs> oh, boy. So Declan, you cast this. I, yeah, this this is the what I was also going to be using for like learning about the other characters or NPCs that aren't the Emerald Spire. Well, how the material component not in this a small piece of a brick. Yep, I just need to find a piece of brick, and it's a whole bunch of perception checks. Okay, so Declan, you just grab a brick and just stand in the middle of town, or you're standing I, in the spire, I, right? I'd probably take a brick and head back to my room so I could, like, sit somewhere out of the way, because I'm going to be standing there deaf-blind for a couple minutes. Yep. For one round and of I, level, so... so yes, and I have to do multiple castings, because I'm pretty sure it is one tar- one creature. Creature, or... I mean, yes, the creature is me, but I, I have one target that I'm looking into. So it's like one question per cast. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, so uh, what are you what are you trying to gather information on specifically? Uh, first, it's going to be Fort Inevitable as a whole. So you cast this spell and immediately, kind of like in the Matrix, where you know you get like you just like your eyes dilate and you just zoom it zone I, out. I had a and couple you're... other pre buffs I was going to put on. Oh, okay. Yeah, tears to wine, uh, owl's wisdom. Oh, you're just stacking everything on. Oh yeah. I can reservoir all up my wisdom by six. I am getting so torturetha now. Okay, so why don't you give me your pet, your perception check, and I'll tell you what you see. Sure. Okay, that is a forty even. Oh Jesus Oof. fuck! Yeah, I ended with a plus twenty-four. Solid. Solid. Really, solid, really solid good for solid. a uh, DC twenty check. 
so you're essentially what what you happen to see is like you you're watching this town and then everything's just kind of rewinding like super speed to you just like all flashing backwards and backwards and all these things then all of a sudden it's just like someone hit pause and hit play mm -hmm. uh and then a time lapses you see this goblin tribe here like hollering and like they got these you know their goblin weapons and stuff and then you see these hell knights rolling and just brutally murder them all because you know goblins hell knights it makes sense yeah and as you do so like you see them like suddenly there's civilians there and there's logs being hauled in and bricks being laid and a wall being erected and all these sorts of things uh as you just hear snippets of like what should we call the place let's call it fort inevitable because it is inevitability we will be attacked making plans drawing diagrams all those sorts of things you see like the hell knight register like the hell knight's registry for like who's stationed here and in fact you do see on there several names uh you don't recognize because they're listed as deceased but you see one name on there that definitely catches your eye which is armager drovast uh and you look to see the name it is not a lady commander's name but it's likely one of her ancestors okay uh, so her family's been bound here probably for a good long while. Uh, the Nair registry changes. You see them building outwards and outwards and outwards. Uh, the mill star. You see that um, elf whose name escapes me at the moment. Carolyn? You see Carolyn arrive at the town. Thank you, Megan. Start constructing the vineyard. And it's like, she, the soil here is unusually unusually rich. It can grow fine vineyard. And wouldn't you agree, uh, Commander? That wasn't her, his voice, but I've lost the track of voices at this point. And you just see this imposing Hell Knight stand there just like nod and the vineyard gets constructed. And I know that the spell says it's so brief to impossible to identify individual people's places or people. But fuck that, you got a 40. Yeah. You see like the, the town finishes being built, the chauncery exists, every all the buildings are built. And then you just hear a door open to the commander's room and you just hear the commander go, And who are you? We're here to explore the spire. We're the seven foxes. And that's where your spell elapses. Cool, okay. One first level spell down. I think next I was going to do the Lady Commander Drovis. Okay. So the same sort of thing happens. Give me another mm -hmm. perception check. Uh, 38. All right, still a great roll. So you see, like, you're observing the calendar, like, the world around you, and it does that same sort of rewind and play as it flashes around your head. You see a young Aldura Drovast uh, as an armager training. She's got a great sword in hand, sparring against other Hell Knights. You see her taking her initiation tests here, uh, climbing the ranks, and you see like, her training on. personally. I thought, I thought she said she came from Cheliax. Whatever. She disappears for, like, several years and comes back. Okay. <laughs> you didn't let me get there. I had to catch my breath. You see uh, her with then Fort Commander Varden, like rounding up kobolds and goblins and things. And then you see her enter her room and a brief flash of light. The next time her, like that light fades, she is in uh, the Command Knight Commander's office and Varden is dead at her feet. Oh, shit. And she looks horrified. And uh, you, she just hears, it's for the best. And then that's where your spell elapses this time. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, I was going to... I'm going to save him for last, but still. That's fun. Okay. Uh, seven foxes. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. So give me that perception check. Uh, 32. 32. So, again, that scene happens, but it goes by a little less quickly. Mm -hmm. This one's different. You get 
a weird dual vision. Like the audio is coming in, like audio and video are coming in at the same same speed as like different visuals and auditory events. It's like in your on one side you hear uh, what sounds like a much younger Abernard Royce talking to his some people. Like they're standing at the gates of the they're standing at the in the office uh, registering themselves, and you see a list of names very quickly. Uh, you don't recognize all of the names, but you could probably feel like pause and do like when you get done with the spell, you could do some uh, local checks or something. Uh, but on the other side, you see a, what looks like a dark underground room, nicely padded and stuff, with an old man sitting there with a bunch of younger children. Well, not children, but like teenagers and young adults. Most notable of which you also see uh, the cleric of Abadar that's in town. Oh, okay. Uh, in this room, and, and you just hear uh, this one woman go, we cannot allow the Hell Knights to stay in power. They have done too much harm to too many people. We have to take them out. And they're all in agreement. It's like, I think we should leave them be. You do not know what you're dealing with. And you see Abernard enter the room as he says that, as um, you see the same young Abernard enter a different room of people. And they almost word for word say, we are the seven foxes. We are not brigands. We are adventurers. Your job is to learn and explore like the Pathfinder Society, not overthrow regional governments. And as he looks out, they're just standing there is a group of people. And in front of Abernard Royce is in fact one Orishan Hast who smiles at him. And that's where your vision ends here. Yeah, I think uh, Orishan Hast is my last, the last person I was going to do. All right. Uh, so no you man. cast this on Orishan Hast and nothing yep. happens. <laughs> all right. It is not, it doesn't target him and there is, so it is all, it's just rumors in the city about Arishan Host. Yeah, so uh, like you're hearing rumors as like, oh, he's he's the worst of the Hell Knights. He's absolutely the one who's in the, holds the real power here in Fort Inevitable. The Pandish is a figurehead. I heard that he's charmed her and she's just nothing but an unwitting puppet. I heard he's not even human and just all these sorts of things. Yeah. And then you hear the one that really, really, like, catches your ear very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard he was part of the original Emerald Spire Exploration Committee. Like, he was one of the first people down there. Mm-hmm. He worked with Abernard on it. Yeah. And then you snap out of the trance. Well, that's less useful than I thought. Spicy, spicy. That last specific one. So much intrigue. Yeah. I love that spell. It's very fun. Okay. I feel like Ears of the City falls kind of into that same vein as a cultist where it's like, haha, GM, how much world building did you do? <laughs> yes, it very Psych. much does. But it's Get also out the like, rumor it, tables. Since it isn't like actually targeting anyone, it kind of gets around a lot of the things that would block scrying and other information gathering techniques. Mm-hmm. So it, but it also can get you some weird information because it's just like rumors. Yeah, it also it also definitely can just not get you anything helpful. Yeah. Okay. On to the big one. Yeah, let's Ready go. For legend lore. Hey. All right. Um, you oh. and you're casting legend lore on the spire itself. On the spire. So I do need to roll to activate this in roll, the spire. But it's it's like a. I got you it. You need like as long as you don't I, get a I, natural one, I think you're fine. I think I needed like a three, but I I got it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, because it's a DC caster level what? Uh, It's a sixth level spell. So I would have had. Yeah, I had to get a four. 
So you failed. It was DC 12. I rolled a 17. Oh, I thought you said you got a three for a second. No, I was like, no, you had to get a three. Ah, yeah. So you cast this, and you cast it for like what is it, forty minutes? It is one d four times ten. I will allow you to roll that d four. Uh, twenty. Congrats! We get to roll dice on our role playing game. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. I'm rolling dice. So you spend twenty minutes doing magic. Uh, I assume the parties, some of the parties there to uh, keep protection over you. Pelt is watching happening. the stairs for sure. And. You go back in time, you see the floors of the spire revert. Kind of that same, like, zone out, recycling. And you see groups of people enter uh, as you do so. You see a troop of what look like armored warriors led by a a beautiful blonde-haired woman wielding uh, a sword with a 13-pointed hilt. You see a group of hell knights move in. You see, like, one singular wizard or with a book out and the staff in his hand ready to cast. Uh, you see other groups of people. Uh, but then you get... You get this. A group of adventurers enter the spire. Walking through the vaunted halls of the Emerald Spire walks a group of seven people. Half of them are humans. The other half are Kitsune. <laughs> uh, you see uh, three humans... An elf, a gnome, a dwarf, and another, what looks like a another elf. You're not sure. It's got smaller ears, so you could probably assume a half-elf. Okay. Um, exactly half-human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of them seems to be the leader. He's got, like, some badges, decorative badges on his, on his uh, pauldrons. And standing next to him is Abernard Royst, but about 40 years younger. Maybe even younger than that. You're not really sure how far back in time you've gone because it doesn't tell you. It just gives you information. On the other side of this armored human is Orishan Haas, looking almost the same as he does. Hi. He's got his immaculate robes and... So we've got young Abenard and not so young Haas. A little bit of a, some, a gnome. He's got these twin daggers in his hands and you can see like a ring of tools on his belt. Uh, the half-elf has a rapier and the dwarf is drinking out of a flask. Uh, well, with a rather nasty-looking hammer in his offhand. And the last member to join is the elf, who is wearing long, flowing robes and carrying a quarterstaff that one end resembles a dead tree. Sam, don't all quarterstaffs resemble dead trees? Most branches do tend to resemble dead trees, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The armored guy turns in. All right, this is our last mission together. We fought for a long time, going to tight each other. After this, if we get through the spire, we're absolutely gonna have so much fucking money. We don't need to do shit, guys. We can just retire. I'll probably get bored and rejoin the like start a new group anyway. But like, we could form our own mercenary company. We could turn this into a huge investment opportunity. And uh, everyone goes, I think I just stay here and make tea. That sounds like a dream. Just make tea and read. Why do you gotta be boring, man? Why do you got Why do you gotta be so boring? You're a wizard. Do something fantastic with your powers. Like, no, you just want to go back to school and learn more shit. What ideal. See if you can get over that opposition school. <laughs> uh, as as they all walk in, it's like, all right, let's uh, let's let's do our, our roll call. Do we have to do roll call? We're all here. You can count. We're seven. It's like, yes, but it's fun and it lets me pretend we're a much more 
militaristic group than a bunch of guys who said, hey, you want to be, you want to go exploring shit? And go, yes. It's like, you're a stupid leader. Shut up. All right. Seven of Foxes, roll call. Abernard Royce. <sighs> Present. Orishan Host. Present. Carolyn Jomalor. I'm here. Can we just get on with this? Lum Blagwek. Yeah, I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. I'm itching to fight. I'm itching to fight. I'm itching to fight. Chorus Clan. Ready and willing. Hermask Firehammer. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you for that. Thank you for, for burping. You are a joy to be around. You're not. I keep you alive and that's what matters. And lastly, me, Callum Poldmar, present. All right, Seven Foxes, let's take, take this spire from top to bottom. And they go exploring and then they, you know, they go through the same floor as you are and it's very similar to what you encounter. They fight uh, the, the Skull Kings, whatchamacallit, the skeletons. I forget what the special creature was all of a sudden. Bone Priest. Bone Priest, thank you. You see Abernard Royce dissecting the moon spider and like documenting it for publication. Arishan is just kind of standing there menacingly watching all of this. For some reason, like every now and then, his presence in here, Declan, flickers in your sight mm. as though something is trying to stop your magic. And as they get to, uh, they clear out floor six and uh, it's like, Oh, so this must have been the factory floor where they were making those automatons. Some wizard, someone could do massive damage with this building, this structure. And he's like, all right, on to floor seven. And as he goes down the stairs, it's just a black void and you cannot see any further. Hmm. As all of a sudden, a pair of fangs lurch out of the darkness and shock you out of your trance. Hey. Uh, I have to say, Sam, that it took all my effort to not, uh, when you were going through the roll call, to not say, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam, could I ask you to send me the list of names in a bit? Yeah, I can send you a list of names. That's great. Uh, do you want to do some knowledge locals on them? Sure. Is, would these be the same names as you were saying in the other one? I recognize Carolyn, so that's that's fun. Yep, no Carolyn. That's a 28. I will give you the list of names. And uh, because you got high enough, I'll even give you some classes. Ooh, what is a Rishan Host? Clearly he doesn't want us to know. Yeah, and at least to get the general things he could have other, you know, very much so. Um, I mean, he's been around here for a very long time and he hasn't changed at all. So he's either like something like a Sun Orchid Elixir or other ways. He could just be an android. Could be an android. He could be. I don't know. It feels like it's something more. He's secretly actually a high-level druid, and it's just stopped aging. I mean, he could just be a high-level wizard. There are a lot of there are a lot of classes that just give you immunity to aging. Yeah, but I feel like it's something more nefarious. My probably a deal with a demon. Like, ooh, vampire is fun. That's that's my gut based on the fangs at the end. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Vampire is a good one. Wait, Something... no, you've got the your the fangs. You're misinterpreting them. Don't you oh, remember? Yeah? The 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 next few floors are controlled exclusively by serpent folk. Oh right. What? Okay. 
master they are the masters of psionic and mental magic so being able to put up a wall that oh, fuck you makes perfect sense yeah. okay definitely okay yeah that yeah. does make sense too i do think vampire could work for reaching hostile either way but oh yeah we heard about the snakes from God, the yeah thing. that they were yeah, that they that were we... crusading against clarkosh yeah yep yeah. <sighs> we'll uh, see everyone next week with uh what declan does with that information Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, or on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, 22+, Plus, Jacob, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.